Sing it with me, sing it with me, boy, sing it with me. I wanna be the very best. Be very best. I wanna be the very best. Like no one ever was. Was. I wanna be the very best. Perfect remix. We tried. That's the main thing. That's the main version. We won't get done for copyright at least. Yeah. So, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another Red Jacks on podcast. Now, this week, if you hadn't already guessed by that horrendous intro, this week we're covering Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah! (laughs) So, we've been doing this, this has been prepped for a couple of weeks now, but we haven't had a chance to do it, so... Hopefully, even though you we are like everyone is dying slightly, we can get through it. We can get through it in one piece, we'll be all right. Last man standard. Yeah. Right. So Pokemon. We all play Pokemon, right? Obviously. Oh, we've all played it back in the day. We've all watched the anime and everything. We, 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 let me let our names, our names. No one said our names. Oh, oh, oh our names. 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 <laughs> our freaking names. How will they know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How will I know? I... <laughs> Red Jackson. I'm right. I'm right. Oh, I'm Charlie. I'm Fraser. <laughs> oh, he's dying. And I am Sirhan. Send hope. Job, we're all under the we're all tired, we all got headaches. <laughs> but Bear Pokemon with us, listeners, we do apologise. So, boys, Pokemon. Now, let me take you back. I'm taking back in time to 1981, to a small suburb town called Machida in Tokyo, Japan. We start with a one nerdy gamer by the name of Satoshi Tajiri, I might have fucked that up, who begins writing editing and selling his own gaming magazines at the young age of 17, which covered a bunch of different things like new arcade games being released, reviews, hints, cheats, and little fun comic strip type things. He called this magazine Game Freak, which was one of the first of its kind back in the day in Japan. So over the course of the magazine's run, he had a few other gamer friends come and help uh, reach out to him about the magazine, and they wanted to just kind of stuff. Chief among them was a bright young fellow by the name of Ken Sugimori I probably messed up that name too, who at the time was an aspiring manga artist and also became the magazine's illustrator. So a few years go by and these guys are all doing decent, you know, the magazine's going fine and Satoshi, the main guy, starts to realize that these old arcade games that they're covering really aren't all that great. So they decide to do something different and make a game themselves. And something a little bit different. They wanted so they decided to take the company and try giving it a go at making their own game. And on April 26th, 1989, they had officially founded Game Freak, which was the game's the group's very own video game development company. Game Freak. We don't all know Game Freak, right? They've done a yeah. lot of games predominantly. Predominantly Pokemon, but yeah. they've done a few other yep. things, you know, uh-huh. stuff before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't knew they'd done some I other stuff. I had no idea about the history. 1989, did you say they started? 
89 was when they actually founded Game Freak, the actual company itself. Yeah. Mad. Wow, way before like I, I, I had no idea Pokemon about games. Mm. No, it's interesting. No. So they made a good couple of games between 1989 and 1994. So in a five-year span, they worked with other teams to create games like uh, Yoshi on the NES, Wario and Mario on the Super Famicom, and Pulseman for the Sega Mega Drive. Now, I have obviously played Yoshi. Well, Mario and Wario, maybe I've played it. Pulseman mm. on the Sega Mega Drive, never played it, never heard of it. Pulse Don't man. know if it's any good. Mario and Wario might be Super Mario Bros. 2. Possibly. Maybe. It could be. Mm. Or Super Mario Sega Land Mega 2. Mario. There's Maybe. a lot of weird Mario games. Mm. I don't remember a lot of games from the Sega Mega Drive days. Maybe like a few of the big ones, but mm-hmm. not Pulse Man. If no. any of you guys have played it. Nope. No, mm. I'm looking at the picture now, but it really looks like um Yeah, the box art for it um... looks kind of familiar. They released a couple of games between 1989 and 1994. Uh Yoshi on the NES, Mario and Wario on the Super Famicom. I've never even heard of the Super Famicom, to be honest. It might be like a Japanese thing. And Pulseman on the Sega Mega Drive. But on November 27th, 1996 was when Game Freak would release the daddy of their franchises. Now, Pop Quiz, lads, which was the first Pokemon game that came out? Pokemon Yellow. Pokemon Green. Red. Uh, I'm going to keep scores. I'm going to keep scores, and whoever gets the most (laughs) out of the end of this can be Pokemon Master or something. It's either red, blue, or yellow. No, go on. (laughs) Okay, so what do you think they are? I said yellow. Green. green and I green. said red. Red. Fraser's right. Kind it's of green. For the first ever Pokemon game that ever came out was released in Japan was Red and Green. Hmm. Oh. Red and Green were the Very first sure. Pokemon game well, that they ever I made. said oh, red. Then. <laughs> so where's my point? Yeah, no point for you. Share a point. <laughs> Oh, you, you just said red, right? Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give it to you, sir. You, to you be fair, if you mix red and green together, together, you get yellow. Um, common artist what? knowledge that is. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, how? So, yeah. It's how it's true, sir. And just trust me, you? it's true. You know what I do? I do. It's true. It's true. Cool. It's true. Thank I, you. I trust you with my life. Why wouldn't I trust you with some basic primary colors? Thank you. He wants That's all points. I ask. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. He wants <laughs> points. Right, yeah, so Pokemon Red and Green were first introduced to Japan on November 27th, 1996. And at the time, Nintendo had no real expectation that Pokemon was going to do anything amazing. They didn't really have a lot of faith in Game Freak or the concept of the game, the mechanics. They they kind of wrote it off even before it had been released. Even critics at the time um, were kind of slating it, thinking it's not going to be anything big. Um, especially because this. at the time, yeah, crazy. Always the underdog story. Literally, it literally is. But the they, they, and part of the reason why Nintendo 
kind of read it off was that they were releasing the game on the Game Boy. And by this point in 96, the Game Boy had already been out for a couple of years and it was nearing the end of its life cycle. But this kind of also turned out to be like the best thing about it because because it had been out for such a long time. A lot of people, especially like kids and young adults, they already had a Game Boy and it was pretty cheap at the time anyway. So it was extremely accessible for everyone. And then Pokemon kind of just it just took over. Revived it. it just took over like wildfire. Mm-hmm. You know if that was like the original chunky Game Boy they had. And then that was the uh, the OG Game Boy, not the Game Boy Color, like the old like grey one with the purple buttons. Because that's when they I actually yeah, didn't know they had that. That's when they started um bringing out new Game Boys, I guess, isn't it? Like Game Boy Color and Game Boy Mini yeah. and stuff. Advanced. Oh, Game Boy Pocket. That's what it was. Yeah. Did you have, like, the OG Game Boys? Was that just the Game Boy Colors or the Advances? Or... I think I had Game Boy Color. I don't think I had the original Game Boy. I have yeah. a Color, um, but I did come into possession of a of an original Game Boy. Sick. I sound no. so dodged. I came into possession of. Don't, don't ask questions. <laughs> I <laughs> mysteriously <laughs> found it on the streets, and it ended up in my pocket. Ah ha ha ha! It's my friend's yeah. one, and then I um I replaced the screen on it, and then he didn't ask for it back. <laughs> oh damn! Well, fair play though. If you replace the screen, yeah, you 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 done yeah. the labor. Everything. So officially like... yours, right? I was quite late to, like, I, I'll be honest with you, like, I liked Pokemon because it was in our generation, it was, it was so much around it, but I wasn't a, a game, uh, a Pokemon sort of hype guy, like, I never I never went crazy over it at the time, I think I kind of grew into it a bit more slowly, I think I split probably my energy between, as you joked, Rick, like, Pokemon and, like, Yu-Gi-Oh!, even Digimon, like, I started to kind of obviously play around with those sort of areas, and I didn't get my first Game Boy until SP came out. Like I wow. had, yeah, yeah. I, I listen. I really stayed. I've mentioned this in previous pods. But I really stayed away from portable, like consoles, because I was gonna be, like, I was I was not gonna be present in life anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got to the SP, and then my first Pokemon game was Sapphire. Nice. I sat down. And then it became so personal that I understood what the hype was about. So it kind of took me longer to get there. But um, I just wanted to say that because we're on different playing fields when it comes to Pokemon. Mm. You're also a little bit quiet as well, still. Just to tell. Can you hear me now? That's better. That's good. That's better. <laughs> I need to speak some louder. And yeah. sing. Everything you say, you have to sing it. Sing yeah, everything. What are you Imagine talking about? You're I'm always singing. <laughs> there you go, mate. <laughs> catch them all. Um, right. So, yeah, the, the sheer insane popularity and the demand for Pokemon Red and Green made it possible for Game Freak to go on and to develop special edition re-releases such as Pokemon Blue. Um, at this point, Blue was originally only available for mail order for subscribers in Japan who were part of uh, the Japanese manga magazine. I think it was Koro Koro Comic. I think it was. That That was the only possible way you could ever get Pokemon Blue. 
Otherwise, but I thought you said it's only available for male. Before you got to the word order, I was like for males only, and I was like, how, <laughs> why, and how would you know? Like, no, no, different times. Blue, blue is a boy color. Get out! This is nice. You can have pink. You like it. <laughs> and then she's you like, okay, I'll buy blue. the pink one. We don't have pink. We only have blue. <laughs> Guest house of the shop. Nani. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the whole story. <laughs> yeah. So da da da. da. Uh, yeah. So in t- the uh, Pokemon Blue was originally only available for mail order through this manga magazine, Koro Koro Comic. But two years later, in 1998, this was then made available at its own full price game, which was released as a second special edition, Pokemon Yellow. Which essentially okay. was the exact same game, but the only main difference between it was that Pikachu, Pikachu. was yes. your main character around. That was the yeah. main difference to it. Mate, it, that was it, groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> that was some serious was, shit when that it, happened. It also followed yeah. more of the um the the cartoon and anime mm-hmm. story yeah. beats. That's, that's what I was gonna ask. Like at, by which game had the anime started? I we'll think we'll the anime was 1996, I want to say. Mm-hmm. But, the, oh, but but stupid question. The game came first. No matter what, the game's release came first and the show mm-hmm. was inspired yeah. from the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and by this point, if the show had already come out, then Pikachu had already kind of let, like, become more of the mascot of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yellow, it's, yeah. it's in your mind's eye. Like, it, it didn't need the game to mascot Pikachu. Pika was already there. I don't the know if, if cards, they... Though. Okay. The trading card started in '95. I don't well, know. Hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hosted. <laughs> yeah. From the history, it goes that they made the games first, and then shortly after, after the games, it was the the TV show, and then shortly after that was the cards. Okay. The cards and the TV mm-hmm. show were like came out pretty closely, I think. But I think it's fair but to the say, games right? That a lot of people did not play the game of Pokemon cards. They just saw it as collectibles. Like I know there is a game, but no one really stopped to play. It wasn't like Yu-Gi-Oh that had like more of a playing element. No, Pokemon cards were like, look at my shiny, look at my collectible. But yeah. no one sat there and really played it, to my knowledge. I think at least not our in age. our country or our age. We were, yeah, we were quite young. So I think I imagine like 30-year-olds when Pokemon first came about probably would have got a bit more into the game and stuff and might have like played a few because there were there's there's always been pokemon card to- like tournaments and stuff like even oh, yeah, now yeah. they're still mm-hmm. they still do them but we were a bit young for that i think but it was just the thrill of collecting yeah i didn't really get cards. it mm. i didn't no, really understand no, it but yeah shinies were were pretty yeah <laughs> yeah the shinies were a big thing if you ever opened up a pack and you had like a shiny card and then regardless of what card it was like oh my god fucking shiny Mm-hmm. And that was it. It's so hard. Yeah, um, J- Japanese uh, magazines always tend to do the like popularity polls. Yeah. So if they had been doing that, I don't know if they did, then that's probably how they would have figured out that Pikachu would be the lead mascot. Mm-hmm. Chaz, yeah. you have a you have a collection, don't you? Oh boy, have I got a collection! <laughs> I got a shop, mate. <laughs> <It's> literally. <laughs> I mean, oh, I can see it behind people you. People at home oh, can't, 
Damn. So I can't see, see like I have a whole six big boy shells. So underneath, like literally these, there's like a thousand cards in this one, and there's like a thousand cards in that one. Um, they're all just like tucked. I don't know if you can see, but they're all like tucked. Pokeballs. It looks like a couple figurines set up in the background. Yeah, this, it really this does. Was, this was 150 pounds. It's a Charizard Premium Ultra collection that came with like three cards that are worth about 100 pound each. Now, uh, yeah, mate, I'm a I'm a big Pokemon uh... card collector. ちゃんと教えて、教えて、教えて、教えて。ちゃんと教えて、教えて。ちゃんと教えて、教えて、教えて。ちゃんと教えて、教えて、教えて。ちゃんと教えて、教えて、教えて。ちゃんと教えて、
Or do you mean well, like this is... do everything else like the tower afterwards? Because I'll be honest, mate, if you go back and play them, they're flipping hard. They are mm. actually incredibly hard to complete, like to actually fully complete. Time I think the furthest ones. I ever really got was catching Mewtwo and then going to the tower and getting like maybe seven or eight floors up and then being like, fine, I ain't doing that again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the tower. You mean like the the Silco Tower? It was no, not the Silco Tower. That's in the story. Like after you've done everything, there's like a battle tower. I, I don't remember which one it came like, into, um, but I think it might have been Fire Red. It came in, or it was Leaf probably Green. Fire Red and probably in Ruby and Sapphire and those Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance ones. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember there being a tower in the original ones remember the original ones too much i've played so many <laughs> i think the main objectives were always obviously beat the elite four um catch the legendary pokemon of the game there is mewtwo or whatever and catch every pokemon in the game i don't think i've ever caught every pokemon in the game especially That's enough so, you need create need to trade and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think, yeah, I like think the main say- point when we say complete, we probably mean more narratively and then with whatever's around it a little bit rather than 100% like completionist. Mm. I'm sure you might have. I know I haven't. I've just done more or less like, let's say, I don't know, 90% of the game or 85% of the game. Yeah. I think most people. For me, usually like completing the game is getting all the gym badges, yes. uh, defeating Team Rocket or whatever it is, and then yep. the Elite Four, and then. Yep. After the after the Elite Four is done, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I'll kind of beat the game. Mm-hmm. Like all the Pokemon, the legendary, all the legendary stuff, I try and find along the way. But after the Elite Four is done, I'm kind of finished. I don't try and catch every single Pokemon that there is in the game because that's that's too much. That's just that's just a bit too much. Yeah, it was harder back then as well because, as Fraser said, you had to trade to evolve certain Pokemon. Yeah, and mate. Nine times out of ten, if you're going to trade someone and you're like, you know, we were like, what age? Like eight, nine, Probably. maybe around that age, kind of when it kind of started kicking in over here. And like, you know, if you're going to trade your Kadabra because you want an Alakazam, you've got to trust that person's going to trade it back. Mate, I did not trust anyone to do that enough. <laughs> like, if I had yeah. a Kadabra, I was not trading it to them so they could keep my yeah. fucking Alakazam. And- it was it there was no online it was all face to face it was only with the, yeah. within the people that you knew you needed a good cable it couldn't be fucked up it couldn't like if it broke down halfway through the transfer like even if you trusted the person sometimes you didn't trust the tech yeah or the stuff and it was just all these parameters of like yeah yeah there was there was no tracing anything you lost it that code was gone that pokemon mm. was gone yeah. no proof it was early tech it was early tech there was still a lot of yeah. bugs around it but it was still kind of cool to have like that whole trading thing. I, got, I never really had anyone that played it, and I didn't have a link cable. So because no. you getting to friends. trade Pokemon. That's true. That's also true. Need- maybe because I kept <laughs> stealing need- everything from all my friends when I was young, <laughs> so maybe that's why I sort of deterred them a little bit. Yeah, Rikus didn't the- uh, steal the Pokemon. He just steal the whole Game Boy. Yeah. yeah was much. it the first game to really have trading? And like... I remember like Game Boy Advance had the cable. I don't even remember if Color and normal Game Boy had the cable. I think it was because I remember reading like this game, like at the time for Game Boy, the link cable was only ever really used for like battling purposes between games. It was never used as like a trading thing. So I think it might have been like the first game that actually introduced 
trading like that amongst different devices. That's really I cool. think, you know. That is really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, and probably what inspired oh. the cards. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Well, cards, so, are, cards are, the, the, from the fandom of cards have been around way before before Pokemon, obviously. What for Pokemon cards? I don't think it was. I think no, Pokemon no, no, cards no. came in after Pokemon became a thing. No, 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 not yeah. Pokemon cards. I mean, the, the 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 thing of cards and trading had been around probably for generations before, and the fascination of collection and trading. I mean, possibly. probably. What cards, though? I don't imagine <laughs> there was playing cards. Yeah, I'll, I'll trade you my ace for your two. <laughs> Whoa! Red Jacks on! All the Red Jacks! <laughs> all the Red Jacks! All the Red Jacks! We want all the Red Jacks, please! Following uh, on from the first gen of games, Game Freak went on to publish the true set of sequels. What were what were the next what were the next games in in the series? Points points up for grabs here. After uh, yeah, yellow. after worldwide release, after red and blue and and yellow, what came next? Silver and gold. I think you're right. Son of a gun. He. I think oh. he's right as well. When? Oh is yeah, because yeah, I think you are right. Is it? Sapphire? I don't... No, that's that's too later. That's later on. Ah, uh... countdown clocks. So I'll, go, I'll go. I'll go. Fire red. I don't know. I think Fraser's right. Silver and gold. So you're going fire red. Mm. I'll I'll just Fraser's go with saying... sapphire and whatever the other one was. I can't remember what it was paired with. Those are your first sapphire. Ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna say. It. I don't know what else to say. Well, if you said silver and gold, you would be incorrect, oh. and you should Ooh. be embarrassed by your lack of knowledge and <laughs> lack of friends. Oh, <laughs> sure, wow! Was, wow. Was, was silver and gold. Fraser I was silver and gold. Oh, okay. Fraser I'm still embarrassed. In the... I never used I'm my link cable. <laughs> Oh, so, bless yeah, Silver man. and Gold were the true set of sequels that got released towards the end of 1999 and built upon the same formula as the first games with a few unbelievably game-changing tweaks. Can you try and guess what they were? What the new features were in Gold and Silver? Sir, you, you haven't played Gold and Silver, have you? No. No, I, I never owned. I never owned them, but I've played them. That's the thing. I never no, had I like full ownership. It was always that thing of like, at, by that point, circle of friends and family. So I can't really tell you, but I can. Uh, I can smile. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, mate. Good job. Right, the listeners will appreciate the positivity. I got it. You changed the colours. You googled it. You definitely googled it. <laughs> Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you. They mixed the colors together. I knew he'd do that. I mean, I actually, I, I, I thought you said something different. I mean, I was going to go with that was probably when it went to Game Boy Color. So, did it have color? <laughs> it did have color. Color was a point. So, all right, I'll give you a point, Charlie, because you're on zero points at the moment. So they changed. Right, hold on. The they board. changed. They changed the starting Pokemon. Yeah, but. Not a point. That 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 that's that's a bit of a cheat because they do that near enough every other game too. So I know. That's that. why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they added two new Pokemon types. Oh, ghosts. Yes, they did. 
Dark and Goat? No. Steel. Was, um, yeah. Steel and Dark. Mm. Our Fraser is leading with three. Oh, right. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I feel like, wait, was it the bikes? Could, could, could you like, oh no, flying and surfing. Was that it? <laughs> 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 you can fly and surf in the first games. Shit. <laughs> okay, I'm out. I'm out. Good. Good. It has a, Good. Has a clock on the game board color. <laughs> Day and night cycle. You're, 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 you're yeah. getting close. You're getting close. Day and night cycle. Yes. Oh, oh, fucking no! Google it. <laughs> yes! Google it. It had real time, it. didn't it? It had. It had real. Time you yes. can actually look at your clock and stuff. You're watching right, day point. and night, day and night, and a real time. So you've got a point. Day and night. Fucking Google. I guarantee you fucking Googled it. I yeah, swear I, I did not Google it. I had to move from my phone to the laptop and sign into this. I oh, promise you. Yeah, Pokemon breeding. Yes. Pokemon breeding. Bang in. And there's one more. One more main addition that they added. We, 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 we just talked about it. One more key new thing that they that they've added in every other game since. We, we just talked about it. No. More HMs. No. Uh, uh... <laughs> just spoke about it. Time. I got my point. I'm okay. If you look behind you, Charlie, I'm sure you'll find a few of them behind you. New Pokeballs. No. Uh, kind of, kind of, but not, 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 not what we're looking for. Okay, okay. Alright, five. Chinese. Yes. Chinese. Was it yes? Chinese. Nice. Chinese yes. is the answer we're looking for. Wait, what's what answer? What's, what's that word? Chinese. You could Chinese. catch shiny Pokemon. Oh, shi I thought you said Chinese, and I was like, what? I don't <laughs> catch the Chinese. Mean? They don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> people throwing pokeballs at Chinese people it doesn't work like that mate. so Fraser's leading with four so and Charlie you're both on three points both on three it's more than enough oh, that's okay that's better so, than yeah. I expected actually <laughs> <laughs> so the main systems that they knew that they added were obviously with the addition to colour and all the new Pokemon pokeballs uh, a real time day and night system Pokemon breeding and shiny Pokemon. Those are the three big things that they added. They've continued to add in every other game since. So, yeah. Shortly after Gold and Silver got released, Game Boy Color got its own special edition, Pokemon Crystal, which featured Suicune on the box art. I never played Crystal, but I think it no. was like a hybrid of the two. Mm. Um, yeah. What, what I think was Silver was probably... Sorry? Crystal came out da, 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 in 2000. Fuck, Suicune has been around that long. That seems like, like, Suicune seems like kind of a newish Pokemon still to me. Is that, like, yeah, that's know, so strange. I mean, because it's, it's, like, it started yeah. with, like, the legendary birds, right? And then from the birds, it went to the legendary dogs. Dogs. And then that yeah, was yeah. it. Mm. So, you know, I can't yeah, remember what I came movie was, like, 2001, I guess, or around that time. Yeah, oh, I love that! I love the Pokemon films. I'm sure we'll get onto it. I don't want to jump any any sharks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're we'll right. You're right. right. We'll, get we'll get onto it. We'll get onto it. So by this point, by the 1999 to the 2000s, Pokemon was essentially just a fucking unstoppable force, and it was taking over 
everything in like the late 90s early 2000s like any shop you walk past it was pokemon any kind of anything to do like any kid Pokemania. stuff the way frozen is now or like barbie is now that was pokemon back in the day it was just fucking Bigger, everywhere bigger, much amazing bigger. it was amazing um it, this and that's kind of what forced nintendo to be like all right this is our new blockbuster franchise and it's you know very easy to see why because this just blew the fuck up blew up Yeah, on so many mediums as well. so What's his many name? Side so many Side Tomi. You say you done Game Freak. uh Can you imagine? main guy's name Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, uh just satoshi being like taiji Satoshi? Yeah, can you imagine? You just put it forward, and you're like, ah, you know, hopefully it does all right, and then it just becomes Pokemon, the biggest thing Nintendo. Well, it is the, actually, isn't it? it? Is the biggest Yeah, thing that Nintendo have? Like, even Mario it's the highest doesn't compete. grossing franchise in the world, I think it is, isn't it? Yes. I think so, yeah. It's They've, definitely Nintendo's up. got amazing IPs, and I don't know the comparison of their games, but like I said, Pokemon's crossed more mediums than I think any other have. Like from TV, you've got your films, you've got your card games. It's still very big, collecting your game games. Like it, it, It's crossed m much more space than even something like Mario, Zelda. It hasn't crossed over as much as Pokemon has, as I can see. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a bit of a fucking behemoth Oh, the size of this this monster, man. It's 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 kind of crazy. Uh, just to illustrate that point, from after this, after the early two thousands, Pokemon would go on to release a new set of special editions every few years. Now, there's like a lot of these games, so I'm not gonna like. go into every single one if you've got something you know if any of them hit a note with you then feel free to stop me i feel like this one would because it's Sirhan's first game in 2003 pokemon ruby and sapphire for the game boy advance got released so that would be Sirhan's first experience Yeah. into pokemon how did you find it mate what did you think I still think about that game to this day. I still think about it to this day because I, that SP still exists somewhere. I gave it to one of my cousins and I had a bunch of games and Pokemon was one of them and it was the red cartridge on top of it, which I loved, you know? And I could take it anywhere with me. And it was one of those games where, like, even not just me, even my sister, who's like, eight or so years older than me, you know, different generation, where even when Pokemon came, it wasn't really her thing. And she just fell in love with that game. Like, we would both share tactics with each other or what we did differently or what, what was our starting Pokemon. It just became this thing that we completed multiple times. Even to, like, you could get your own base, your own home that you could do from, like, a tree house or different, like, places i can't remember but mine was always the treehouse in a specific spot and you could furnish it and buy uh buy certain things it was You could that's what you could do that in Sapphire. awesome it was awesome. Secret That's bases, what I'm saying. yeah. I didn't know you could do that in Sapphire. Shit. They brought Yeah, that back into yeah, uh yeah. Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond quite recently, like but in the underground you can build your own thing. But I thought that was a new mechanic for these games. I didn't know it was in Sapphire and Ruby. That's badass. That's so complex. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. What would the start of And Pokemon that's in two be? thousand and three. That's still like very early for that kind of concept. Yeah. What were the start of Pokemon for that game? Yeah. Oh, 
Um, okay, so it was one. It was my fa favorite Pokemon. It was the the water and rock type one that I used to always go for. Mudkip. 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 Yes, yeah. Mudkip was my favorite because he was always my starter. So I know he was definitely one of them, and he was OP when he evolved. So uh, but I can't remember the other two. Mudkip, Trico, and Torchic. Cinderquill, right? Oh, Torchic. Yeah. Torchic. Torchic. That's the one. Yeah, Mudkip is a bit of a. <laughs> He's still getting these things. He's going to win this fucking <laughs> point system as well. And they're half dying, and he's still a point ahead. Uh, okay, so 2003, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, 2007, four years later, we got Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Then 2011, Pokemon Black and White. And then Pokemon t in, in 2012. Got Pokemon Black 2 and White 2. All those three were for the 3DS. Do you Wait, play the, um... Diamond and Pearl? Black and White? I've played Diamond and Pearl. I've not played Black and White. But what about the um, uh, Nintendo 64 games as well? Or are you just doing the Game Boy stuff at the minute? We'll, we'll do yes! that on the Because there is Stadium. a lot of spin-offs. Stadium, Pokemon. I'm Pokemon glad Stadium, that you like... mentioned that. I had that on the 64. That was amazing. Pokemon that was amazing. Mind. Like, Dude, it was the first yeah. time I actually felt Pokemon prepared. Stadium. Pokemon Stadium was what kind of like what Harry Potter Quidditch was for the Pokemon games, if that makes yeah. sense. It kind of had that same yeah, space yeah. of like it was not necess necessary, but when it worked, it worked and it was amazingly, it was an amazing party game. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very. I'm so glad the, you mentioned um, that. You could get the pack yeah. where you could insert your game into it, and you could yeah. you could play you could play yeah. the Game Boy game on the TV, or you could um you could see your Pokemon in 3D and battle them. Nintendo, man. yeah, they are so far ahead. They were doing that yeah. shit so long ago. It's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, I do not believe Nintendo will ever truly have any kind of competition, man. Because Nintendo just are so innovative in so many ways. Like, the things that they do are just so far ahead before anyone yeah. realizes what they're doing. They're just so good, man. So good. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so yeah, that's um, that's Stadium. That's like one of the spin-off games, but we'll get into it because there are a lot of spin-off games. <laughs> a lot. Like, but for Diamond now, and we'll Pearl just covering, were, like... were actually my favorite in the series. In this Diamond and Pearl? Yeah. I'm gonna fall. I never actually played. You never. You might. You might like it. No. If you played it. I like the whole there. region. There were so many um, legendaries to capture. Um, mm. The water star. Huh? Is it Ramanus Park in uh, Diamond and Pearl that you could go to, and you go and capture <laughs> the legendaries and shit? That was fucking awesome. Oh, unless that was just in Shining Pearl and maybe. Brilliant diamond or whatever it was, but because yeah. they were scattered all around the the region, so you had to actually go and find them and look for them. Oh yeah, cause, uh, sick. Uh, what's it? Um, the little Mesprit was it Mesprit? Yeah, and the as, little as, uh, as, as Azura or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just getting excited. I love Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then after after this, after 2012, they made a few director's cut quotation marks releases of their older games in Pokemon Emerald which was a hybrid of Ruby and Sapphire 
uh, Pokemon Platinum, which was a hybrid of Diamond and Pearl, as well as re-releasing Pokemon Gold and Silver again with a few updated graphics and features. And those were called Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. If you ever played any of those. Yeah. Emerald I played. And not the others. You played Emerald? Yeah. I played um, Soul Silver. I think Silver's probably my favorite in the series. But mm-hmm. I'm not really playing. I think the last one I played was been like Sword or Shield, one of the two. Oh, dear. oh they were terrible. Very, very far along. Yes. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so 2013, we got Pokemon X and Y, which were the first full 3D games yeah. on 3DS. They were, they were and they had mega, mega evolutions I don't like in it. Pokemon X and Y. I don't, I don't, I don't like any of that stuff. Any of it. I don't like the 3D. Definitely not like the Mega Evolution stuff. Nah. Mega Evolution. I mean, Mega Evolutions is kind of where you lose it for me as well. Like, I, I don't mind the 3D look to it, but Mega Evolutions seem a bit like, all right, they're just trying a bit too much. But yeah. I lost it more when they started to introduce Pokemon, where I'm like, you've lost all imagination. Like, it was just like a set of keys or a bunch of garbage or a piece of shit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's 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 an ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> it it's, can't be a Pokemon. These are real Pokemon. I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. No, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think they've run out of ideas, and they just were scraping the barrel trying to find any kind of design that they could make into a Pokemon, and just shove a couple of eyes and a mouth on it. It's a Pokemon done. They're just yeah. looking around in their home. They're like keys, garbage, shit, ice cream, <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so the uh, 2016 Pokemon Sun and Moon for the 3DS. I heard the Sun and Moon was pretty good, but I never played any yeah, of those. Yeah, I, I heard that was pretty Maybe. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2018 uh, was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu <clears throat> and Let's Go Eevee on the Switch, which was, I think were essentially were remakes of Pokemon Yellow, mm. either with Pikachu or Eevee running yes. up behind you. I didn't hear great things. Mm-hmm. I heard like the like the whole little you could catch like throw the ball and everything like physically and have it strapped to your yeah and stuff. But yeah, it was very same. gimmicky. It was like tied in with Pokemon Go, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because they had like a little watch or something that you could sync with it as well or something, couldn't they? Sync with the three DS or, or so you could the Switch. Mm. Something something like that, that was really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that was 2018. End of 2019, you got Sword and Shield. I, I played one of those, can't remember which one. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. You yeah. gave it to me. I feel like it was, it was kind of cheated once you had that, the online trading system for it, because you could literally take any Pokemon in your inbox. And I remember like just running around, catching any old shit-level Pokemon, and then you could trade it online, as long as you had like the Nintendo's online subscription thing, whatever it was called. And as long as you had that, you could trade the Pokemon online to someone random. And nine times out of ten, you would get like a sick Pokemon come back to you. And it kind of just broke the whole system of like mm. catching them yourselves and leveling them up and all that kind of stuff. You just constantly trade them off mm. if you ever played them. Yeah, they also brought in the whole every Pokemon in your roster levels up at the same time, even if you don't use them. And that really ruined it yeah. for me. It's yeah. kind of like the grind like was that. gone. 
Yeah. Yeah. But they brought it in as a as a um quality of life thing, but they could at least have let you turn it on on and off if you wanted. I think they did do that in one of the games. But eventually they just took the they took the option away. Didn't they didn't they also introduce, and this could be the later Pokemon games, because I know by the Switch ones, I had friends that were playing around me, having some sort of like gripes and complaints of you could only go hunt for Pokemon that was matching your level. You couldn't like necessarily, <clears throat> you know, if, if a Pokemon was like a higher rank than you, you knew its location, you couldn't go there and catch it. You know, because before you could find, you could throw fucking mega ball after mega ball after mega ball after mega ball after mega ball, and maybe you might get lucky. But I remember there being a point where one of the latest ones on Switch was like, "Oh, if you're contained to this level only, and you can't move on." I don't know how to phrase this, but I remember my mates having a lot of complaints about this. Yeah, that was Sword and Shield, and and the 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 way you caught Pokemon was there was one massive wild place that you could catch every pokemon in basically and then you'd go off like out of that wild place to go and continue the story and you could only yeah you'd literally run across like you know a big pokemon that's like level 19 while you're only a level eight you can't even like you have you can't catch it it's it was like open out. world but it wasn't open world yeah 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 it's very strange kind of very mm-hmm. yeah yeah i remember that being a thing um so early 2022 now, we got Pokemon Legends Arceus. Haven't played it. I haven't heard amazing things about it either. Mm. But, um, it's definitely different. Do you play it? I haven't, haven't tried it. But it looks, no. looks more Zelda-y, you know? Yeah, kind of. It's not, yeah. It's more like exploration and like the world than it is about catching Pokemon. But... <laughs> You know, is what it is. See, I, I, I think it's a new gen thing. But the best form of a Pokemon game is top down two D. Not because I'm gonna just like reminisce. I know this from our past. It's almost like that two D ness and that that sort of blockiness of the graphics. I can't remember what the word for it is, but like that's the most Sorry. addictive because it's easy to compute. It's easy to work with. Do you know what I mean? And it's so accessible. And especially being top down, it feels so expansive, but also organized because your screen is only so big. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go here. And then you go to the next room and then it kind of fades into the next section. Like, I find that more addictive, that sort of mm. retroness your, is, is more easy to keep playing. I was going to say, is it more of like a nostalgic <laughs> thing? Is that why you prefer it? And No, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. It could be nostalgia. I just think, in general, as an observation, that the top-down 2D is more of an addictive type of Pokemon game than 3D because 3D the view is only so big. Like it's like saying over the shoulder, shoulder or first person. Like there's the 3D one you have to kind of move around, and it's a nice feeling. It's a different feeling. You you have to keep moving forward, but with the 2D, you see your world mapped out in front of you. Um. Yeah, so just to tie it all up then, at towards the end of 2022, we got the latest games in the series in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Haven't played those either, but I haven't heard amazing things. I've heard that I saw a couple of reviews and it looked very, very buggy and glitchy in a lot of places. Yeah. Kind of that like an unfinished game. Is that yeah. it glitched a lot, which made me really upset because I kind of thought 
that is not a Nintendo trait. That's an Xbox and PlayStation trait to release a game that's glitching. That that kind of like made me a, it made me doubt Nintendo, and I've never dealt with Nintendo in my entire life. But it was the first time yeah. I was like, oh, I do not want to buy a Pokemon game that's going to glitch. Because can you imagine being on the grind of like you know training a Pokemon up, then something glitches, and all of a sudden like you haven't got that Pokemon anymore, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would fucking rage. <laughs> it's yeah. not for the and, grind and you can anymore. ride them like bikes. Like mm. there's freaking bike Pokemon that you can drive around. I mean, it, the wheels aren't attached to them. How? Like, look, I'm happy for fictional things, but a, a, an animal that has a, a working motor system, <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> I don't believe it. Like the entire evolution of that Pokemon is just made to be ridden. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very so, weird. And it's the legendary Pokemon as well. You're just riding uh, it around. It's a legendary Pokemon is a bite. Nah. Mm-hmm. They should have just had it as an animal that you're riding. Like that would have been great. Mm-hmm. Well just just buy a bike like you do in any other game. Why does it have to be a Pokemon? <laughs> Add motorbikes to the game. That would have been great. Like you get around rapidly quick. But yeah, I don't know. Weird to like, Pokemon, like vehicles. Okay. Well, that that brings us to the end of the main games in the series. Uh, in total, main games. Obviously, they release two main games at once, right? So you get red and blue, or gold and silver, sapphire and ruby. So total, that's thirty-two games in the franchise, including the pairs. If you want to single it out, it's sixteen games, which is. Final Fantasy franchise levels of insane. 16 different games, or 32 total. And that's not even counting the spin-offs that we were talking about. Not even counting the spin-offs. And they actually Um, link together. Yeah. Yeah, most of them do. I mean, Pokemon Go as well. I mean, is that a spin-off technically? Because that I think that increased Nintendo's revenue by 25% or some shit. Like it was mad. Yeah, I've got the numbers for it as well. So yeah, I'll I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you. Okay, okay. Yep. Sorry. Uh so uh, with the spin-off games, you mentioned Pokemon Coliseum, right? I think that was one of the biggest spin-off games, one of the most known spin-off games. And I think it it kind of had like that um that shock value when it first came out because like Pokemon at the time was just very very basic it wasn't like very 3D animated didn't, all the moves didn't have like a special kind of art to it it was just like the Pokemon nudges back and forth a little bit and that was it mm-hmm. so getting to see all the moves like in 3D and like Pokemon reacting to shit it blew everyone's yeah. mind I remember cool. playing that for the first time oh, so good yeah it was the first time I, I really felt I had to be tactical, like when picking my Pokemon and stuff, you know, when your, your friend sat next to you picking theirs and you're like, okay, so he's picked this Pokemon. I know that they've got these moves. I'm going to try and get a Pokemon that has this move that can counter it, or I can do this to increase their stats or blah, 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 blah. And, you know, like real yeah. things like dragon dance and stuff, like all the um, agility moves and stuff that you never really needed in the game. You just have to keep flamethrower. In. <laughs> you know, now yeah. you actually had to like think, okay, he's quite good or, you know, she's quite good. What am I going to do? Yeah, it's the first yeah. real tactical element of Pokemon that I encountered. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Erhan. I have no idea. I just want to be supportive. I'm smiling again for the listeners. I, you've played Stadium. I thought you had. You said you played Stadium. Oh, I kind of cut out in and out uh, as 
we were talking because I transferred back to my phone. But no, I, I had Stadium. Um, I remember the competitive side of it, but I want to say I remember the side games so much more. <laughs> I don't know why I must have I must have like played them so yeah. much. I played them with my sister and like the one where you're like you're eating on the sushi buffet sort of one and uh, the deli bird one. Yeah, man. To get the presents, and even like the yeah. Pikachu one or the Raichu one, where you got to like keep zapping something. Zapping. And you've got to, yeah. To a level, it was like that's where you that's where I learned to like button oh, mash. I think I remember that. Yeah, man. Honestly, Stadium was was awesome, and as Charlie said perfectly, it was the first time you went into a more competitive state because I think you got a little bit competitive with the gyms, and obviously you'd work your way up with the sort of the, the ranks and the people, and then get to the gym leader, get your badge or the tower. But this was like no, the whole game is based around that that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um. Loved it, loved it. That was like my second big love of Pokemon uh, mm. on the N sixty four, and having it on the big screen, it became. I think in in a kid mind way, you kind of registered of oh, this is bigger than a little handheld console. Like that, that you noticed that there was a change. You noticed that it was in a in a medium and format that it was like oh, this is bigger than just me. I don't know how else to kind of describe it, but you you did register in my mind as a kid of. This is here to stay. This is a big deal. Yeah. Did you play any of the other spin-off games? No. It was Colosseum. No. GameCube. Was that basically Stadium, but on GameCube? It had an actual story. Oh, <laughs> did it? Actual 3D story, oh. yeah. Well, I never played it. It was, it was strange, because uh, you didn't go around catching Pokemon. You went around battling, and people would have these shadow Pokemon, and you would take their shadow Pokemon, and then remove the the shadow, the darkness from them. Yeah. Ah, that's kind of a cool way to do yeah. it, I guess. Okay, it's kind of sounds like Pokemon Go. Yeah, but I, when you I do think the that's, battles. I think that's the thing with Pokemon, though. Like, and especially Nintendo, they experiment with their gimmicks and you know, everything from sort of the Wii sort of controls and it kind of caught on and then like the Wii U or like you said, like the Pokemon game where you throw the ball then on Pokemon Go on your phone, like Nintendo, especially through their IP of Pokemon, they will, they're going to experiment, especially if they've had hundreds of games and some will stick, some won't, some will be gimmicky, some will, you know, will become part of the main function of the game. So, you know, yeah. even something like it's a shadow and you don't catch it in this version. All right, cool. Let's see if it works. Let's see if people like it. They didn't even think Pokemon was going to be successful, so why not all the rest? True. Very true. Right. Now, I want to talk about the trading cards because as impressive as all the games are, the cards are also in a league of their fucking own. So we'll start with this because I know there's at least one of us here who's an avid collector of these cards. And we're all staring at you, Charlie. Waiting oh, for you to... Sam. I'm standing behind you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Can't you see all the cards behind me, guys? Oh, no, wait. They're books. <laughs> they're actually useful things, but that will actually get me no money. So it's kind of backhanded, right? <laughs> I'm so smart, so, but I'm so poor. Like, I'm kind of like genuinely curious. Like, What actually got you started collecting the cards again? Was it just pure nostalgia or like for the resale value? Was it just... Like, what was it? 
Do you know what? I actually don't know. That's I don't. I I, I was playing. I got um, shining. Well, you lent me sword, and I think that began my itch a little bit. And so then for my next birthday, because that game wasn't great, like like wasn't wasn't something that I was like into. Brilliant, uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl came out shortly after, and I got shining pearl for my birthday. And then I think from there I was kind of hooked. And I already had like, uh, I, McDonald's fucking pro the 25, uh, 20, 20th year anniversary. McDonald's started doing cards, and I yes. because I was on the road all the time. You I just kept going this. in, getting a, a happy meal, and seeing what I got. And I think that literally kick kick started me into it again. No way, McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, three years ago, four years ago. You. Yeah, they got That's me. crazy. They hooked me back in. I think it was waiting to happen though, because I remember you guys on Pokemon Go were crazy. Like everyone was going for mm. long ass walks, yeah, and you man. could either you spoke to people that were into the game, or if you was in a group, you'd speak to the person that wasn't in it. Otherwise, everyone was like head down, walking into the most awkward places. I remember you guys walking to the back of my garden towards the alleyway because the church was uh, a gym, and it was I like I can't, stop, I can't yeah. reach it. Yeah, and, oh man. So yeah. I, I think it was always there and ready, and I think. Combining Pokemon with McDonald's, genius move. Yeah, genius move. Ever sat in that boardroom was like, let's combine these two worlds. And they're valuable. Like you, you can actually, if you have the whole McDonald's set, like you can sell it for a good amount of money. Like you know, a couple of hundred pounds. Did like, you know, McDonald's and that, and get more. Yeah, Did yeah, McDonald's yeah, like... do their own thing with the cards, or were they just Pokemon cards? Like were no, they Pokemon was... McDonald's? Uh, no official official Pokemon cards. They are McDonald's promo cards but they don't have the mcdonald's logo on them they just have the the pikachu um like kind of outline thing which and it's right, 20 okay. in his cheeks like two and zero on each on each cheek mm-hmm. um yeah and i don't think it has mcdonald's sign or anything but they're like legit pokemon cards and you only got like ah. three in a pack like so it was very unlikely you were going to get anything good but i mean shiny pikachus actually sell for i think like 15 pounds if you had, if you managed to pull a couple of shiny peak, I, I managed to pull like three. So like three years later, they're already worth like fifteen pound each. If you get it, give it another 10, 20 years. That's the thing with Pokemon. Yeah, cards. That's, they get more that's, valuable because you can't get yeah, them anymore. That's that's the thing because they're quite recent, so you're not going to get the highest value of them yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to wait a while. I mean, the the sets that came out when we were kids, like yeah, the the Wizards of the Coast set, like that Charizard goes for like. 10 grand 100 grand like it's it's constantly up and down but i think like that's the most expensive card out there the base set shadowless charizard you know you know the one i mean don't you from the the sets we used to collect yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. og yeah yeah that goes for absolutely insane amounts of money and if you have that whole set you're you're looking at like half a mil Damn. i'll be honest i've got most of them Ooh. my address is not getting listed <laughs> don't worry don't worry listen to the listeners we're not we're not going to give him his address but we'll make put a little pin drop on a map somewhere on google maps just just search just just go to london and just charlie's house is like a pokey stop or like a gym or something you have all oh these my god could you imagine there. imagine oh my god i mean i don't have the charizard so don't get your hopes up uh, <laughs> it's every card but he guys he says that but he's holding the card up to the camera right now <laughs> he's like i do not have this card that is currently in my hand hey, if i had that card i would not be holding it in my hand it would be <laughs> on, in, a frame, in a safe 
in a, in a safety yeah, in a deposit safe. box or something. I thought you were going to say, if, if I had that card, I wouldn't be on this chat right now. I would ha- I would buy my new friends. I'd be <laughs> in the Bahamas with some, some cooler people. Ah, <laughs> That's hurtful, Charlie. Right, I love you, Rich. Ricochet, so, yeah. just a little bit of history for, for the cards, right? Um, they were actually create, created after the first few games were made in Japan and was and is probably the second biggest trading card game in the world, only behind Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Which is like I think is where it pulled a lot of its inspiration from like the art design to like the rarity and like the collectibleness of it. Um, which is where I think all that comes from. Uh I'm gonna give you a list of a couple of cards and how much they've sold for in like open auctions. There's a lot more that have sold in private auctions for a lot more money. But I'm gonna give you a couple just to break it down. But we've got two minutes left, so I'm not gonna do it now. We're gonna cut ad break. Ad break is simply like a good time for an ad break. Ad break. Ad break. Welcome back to the trainer lobby. You've just had your ass kicked by insert protagonist name here. Thank you for your service. Please take a seat until we are ready to respawn you back into the game. Have a nice wait. Yeah, yeah, every time with this damn thing. I've been here for 25 years, asshole. I don't need to hear you say that every fucking time. Oh, hey, Greg. Tough battle. It's this fucking game. He's out there with a level 52 Charizard, a level 64 Tyranitar, a level 99 Mewtwo. And what does the game give me? A level 4 fucking Weedle. A Weedle! Tell me about it. Earlier today they spawned me in. I thought for sure this time I'll get that little punk, but nope. Gave me two magic carps with a fucking slow poke. What am I supposed to do with that? Ha! This is because you are all weak. You are less than weak. You are the failing remnants from a long line of poor subordinate ancestors whose very destiny was to lose. None of you will ever reach true greatness. Not when you stand before me, the leader of Team Rocket and the greatest Pokemon master of all time, Giovanni! Shut the fuck up, you tall, big-nosed douchebag, okay? You're only powerful out there because you're the main bad guy. In here, you're just a little fuckboy, okay? Nobody even likes you. Wait. What? But... But hang on, I... Yeah, go fuck off back in the corner. No one was even talking to you. No one ever wants to eat lunch with you, Geo. Take a hint. Fuck off with your stupid overgrown cat. Who fuck trades as Persian anyway? Why the fuck hasn't it eaten you? Okay, Bruce, that that's uncalled for. Yeah, who needs you? You don't 
only here because you get caught in the game once and your sprite design is unique. Otherwise, who gives a fuck? Go on, get out of here, you sad loner, egomaniac. So you have your own team. Who cares? They're worse than us. You hear that? Worse than us. Have you not seen the fucking show? Even you? Timmy? But I got you a Christmas card last year. <laughs> my name is Poker Maniac. And you addressed it to my mum and left your room key there, you sick fuck face fucking... Ah, f oh, that's right. Get the piece fuck out of here, you piece of shit. Nobody likes you. You're a fucking asshole. Energy. Yeah. Piece fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. Get out of here. Well, like, fuck get the fuck out of here. Fuck. I want to go home, bitch. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show all of you. <laughs> God, I should have taken that job at Digimon. And we're back. And we're back. What uh, what an amazing ad that was, wasn't it? That uh, was such adverts. a great advert. I really enjoyed that one. Buy Pokemon yeah. Ninten Nintendo sponsor us. Sponsor us, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo, give us free stuff. <laughs> right, so. A couple of cards. I'm not going to list all of them because there's a lot. But I'll go through a couple that have been a bit insane. And I don't know exactly what they all mean with, like, the collection rank and everything. So maybe Charlie can give me some insight into it. I'll try but, not. But uh, Espeon, Espeon and Umbreon, Gold Star Pop Series 5, if that means anything to you, sold mm -hmm. for $22,000 in February 2021. That's just two cards. It's eleven thousand dollars each for a Damn. fucking card. I think that's um, American only, I believe, or, ja Rank or ja Japanese only, maybe. Only maybe. Maybe I mean the card design had all, a lot of Japanese on it, so maybe. Yeah, I think the pop series yeah, were pop series. I don't think we had it over here. This one was definitely a Japanese only. It's a Japanese design promo, second grade winner, Spiky Eared Pichu, which sold for $25,800. Side note, this was actually a card that was designed by a child. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. People be it looked pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, probably. Um, well done, kid. Yeah, here's a free Pokemon pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1999, Pokemon Japanese 64, 64 Mario Stadium best photo contest, Chansey. I think oh, it's just yeah. a, a photo of Chansey from Pokemon Stadium, but that sold for sixty-three thousand dollars. And is probably one of only fifteen to have existed, and is probably the only one that exists today. Yeah. Maybe that's wow. why it was. So All they have rare. to do is make it and only make a few of them. Yeah. Right. I think what's crazy is you buy a pack for what, a two pounds, three pounds, whatever, whatever. How much Pokemon cards cost nowadays? And Five. if you pull one of these cards that you can now sell for sixty three thousand dollars. Mate, that, 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 that's that's a deposit on a house. What's crazy. the what's the highest price you have there uh, listed, Rick? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll get to it. I'm building up. I'm building up. 
So next like was a nineteen ninety nine super secret battle number one trainer, which was sold for ninety thousand dollars in July twenty twenty. Um, the card, the actual card for this looked pretty sick. It was just like a shadowy kind of looking Mewtwo. But the only way that you could ever get this card was they had like a specific tournament in a regional tournament in Japan, which was held in a very secret location. And the winners were given this card as a reward, which granted them access to the next tournament at a later date. But it was like your that kind of dick. entry into the tournament. That's so, that was kind so of cool. That is really so, cool. Uh, mm-hmm. That's love, power, that. bro. In the Pokemon world, that's power. That's that's, that's status. I wonder if any that's... of them like was like, oh, I've, I've entered the tournament now. I'll just throw it away. It served its use. You imagine? Mm. I'm sure there's loads of people in the world that was like, oh, this is my kid's old cars. I'll give it away to charity. I'll throw it away. I gave it to a mate, or I just dropped it on the floor, and now they're like, "Why? Why? Nothing." You imagine I'm like, walking into like a charity shop or something and seeing like a whole load of fucking Pokemon cards for like thirty quid. That's my like, dream. A thousand, mate. Oh my god. That's my dream, mate. Walking in and just seeing a load of base set packs and just being like, "Sorry, how much are your your Pokemon cards?" And then being like, "Oh, this pound." Be like. I'll have all 400 that you have, please. Thank you. <laughs> Here is my card. Here's 400 pounds. Goodbye. I, I, I'm a millionaire. I, I, think they're, I think they're too well known now. I, I think it was very far and few to find someone that has no idea that these things are of value. Maybe not how much, but they, they, it's in the mind's eye of probably most people to be like, no, this isn't your little side thing that you're going to put on there for a couple of quid. They might say a tenner per card, but they're still gonna kind of have an idea of its value. I I believe. Mm. Yeah, they must do by now. I think it's so popular, like the whole resale value for Pokemon cards. Like there was um, a place in America. I can't remember the name. But it was like a, a very big bank, you know, like like an investment bank kind of thing. And um, they take like gold for like, or like you know rare metals like diamonds stuff for money. But at one point, they were fully advertising like they accept Pokemon cards as a form of currency because they know how much some of these cards are worth, which wow. kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Imagine walking into like a jewelry store and seeing like gold and diamonds and then a couple of Pokemon cards on the side. Like, what the fuck is going on here? No, makes That's sense. insane. I mean, it's insane, but I guess no. it all should be re- relative. I mean, our cash is paper, so Pokemon cards are paper. At least with Pokemon cards, they're prettier than money. Like, yeah, at least they look nice. How yeah, conflicted would you be if you were going to yeah, buy a wedding ring and then you saw there was a Charizard on the <laughs> in the window? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, baby, gotta wait. <laughs> Can I buy that Charizard in the window? <laughs> I'd get down on one knee um, with it and be like, "Babe, look what I bought." <laughs> yeah, but look at the that difference. Though. Look at the difference. Though. And let's be realistic. Hey, babe, here's a ring that's you know represents all my love and dedication to you. But we're a little bit in debt. Or here's this card that's going to help buy our house or pay for the wedding. Like Thanks. realistically, Thanks. in ten years. But you know, <laughs> that's when you right. need Next it. Bro. On the list was uh, a two thousand Pokemon Neon Genesis Neo Genesis. Sorry. First edition Hollow Lugia number nine, which sold for a hundred and forty-four thousand three hundred dollars on May twenty-first. Mm-hmm. 
$150,000 for a Lugia card. Ow. Wild. That's mad. I've got a couple of them. <laughs> Fuck off, what? <laughs> the celebration versions. They done oh like God, reprints, God. but like 20 years later. <laughs> I think you can get them cheap now, though. Like genuinely under 100 pounds. So. I mean, I sell a lot for a card, but if you can sell uh, yeah, it for that much. Yeah. Uh, next, a Black Star Ishihara signed GX promo card, which sold for $247,230 on April what? 21st, which was a card featuring the Pokemon, the Pokemon Company's president for his 60th birthday. Yeah. Wow. What was it called? A Black Star Ishihara signed GX promo card. No idea what any of it means, but it sounds cool as shit. Oh my god, that's creepy as hell, guys. Have you seen that? That is actually terrifying. No? Show, show it to the camera. <laughs> Wait, let me turn my brightness down. Maybe we'll be able to see it. Sorry, everyone listening at home. <laughs> they can Google it. They can Google it. Let's see it. Uh, that looks like something out of Attack on Titan. It, 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 it looks like he's about to open his mouth and eat that Pokemon and the ball. No. <laughs> Terrifying. That's 60th bad. birthday card sold for $250,000. That's insane. Um, now this one, I'm sure Charlie was gonna, is going to know. A 1999 first edition shadowless holographic Charizard number four sold $420,000. Half a mil. What? Yeah. Half a mil. Yeah. And I think, wasn't that Logic that bought that? I've, there's been a few people that have this card. I think Logic is one of them. I think yeah, Logic I think he paid one. a great amount. And then, uh, like, I think he over 100K. And then he bought uh, £10,000 worth or $10,000 worth of the base set packs. And he pulled another one. Madness. So like, yeah, just mad. There is like wow. serious money in this shit. Oh yeah. Okay, and finally, the highest selling Pokemon card that I saw. Five point two seven five million in July twenty twenty one. Get out of here. Say it again. Two million for a Pikachu. Pikachu oh. Illustrated card, which Logan Paul also bought at a private sale and went on to wear around his neck at WrestleMania. Like this. Which is, you know, kind of cool. <sighs> it's pretty, but when it, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so it's, it kind of loses its value a little bit, but it's fine. Each their that's own. The one. Each their that's, own. On, that's on eBay right now. For a mil. For a mil. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Did you know if that's like Crazy. actually the real part? What if it's like just like a, a screenshot of it and you buy it and it's just like a fake version? Yeah, it's in that's a case. Right. How would you ever know? How would you know? True. True. Mad. That's fucked. Just, so yeah, just that's for a second and just say cards. like how much belief we put into something and like you guys said like the value of something goes up by how much we just like something and this is like 
I know in the realm of billionaires and millionaires, it's nothing, but these are big boy bucks for something that will not necessarily change anything in anyone's life. It's just there. It looks amazing. And we've just given it such a strong value. Like, I don't blame it. Don't get me wrong. You know, it is amazing. But I mean, it's just madness. Amazing madness. Is a bit of a push. Some of these cards don't even look that great. They just look very, very basic. Mm-hmm. But for them to sell yeah, but, this you never you never think it yeah but it's it's always the way you know if, if a celebrity sneezes on a tissue that is disgusting and that's still gonna go for grand or millions or billions or whatever the case is gonna be but i will say one thing about cards in general i remember listening to a podcast and they were mentioning i think something about i think i don't know if it was mario or something else but there was like controversy in the card reselling world and they were saying that a lot of people will kind of... So, if Pokemon cards are worth a certain amount, right? So, you know, if this is the ranking of how popular they are, you know, this will cost 10% more than this one. This will cost... 10%. So, everything... As soon as one moves up in price, it bumps up the next ones ahead of it in price. And they were saying that a lot of people in auctions were doing, like, purposeful bidding to make the prices of cards go up so other cards will start to go up in price. So it's not necessarily to say that this card is worth five mil. It's more to say that if people keep bidding on it, the percentage of its value keeps going up because it's like, well, if this many people want it, it must be worth this much. It doesn't always reflect the amount. And they've known that some people have purposefully kind of messed with the formula or the the, the system to make mm. a card be worth more and it affects everything else. And then it makes it more inaccessible for people that don't have that type of money. Just I'm not saying this the is market. the exactly yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Conscious sort of inflation. Yeah. There's like, um, I, I'm like on this website where every time I buy a card that or get a, I pull a card that looks good, I'll go on there and see how much it's worth. And the way it figures out how much it's worth is by, uh, the average of how much it goes for. So realistically, yes. if you've got someone who's got, you know, a big amount of cards or like a, a company that's got a big amount of cards and they, you know, they're boosting the the bids up a little bit to be like, yeah, no, this one's worth this much. Of course, you, yeah, it's definitely a system that could be rigged. But at the same time, I think it's also on the amount that they print. You know, there's there's numbers that people can get hold of that it says, you know, this many of this card was printed. So it's freaking rare to get. Therefore, everyone's going to try and bid on it and, and you know, whoever's got the most money is going to get yeah. it and that puts the value right up. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. The rarity would make more sense. That's also the flip side of it though, right? Like, because you could go and buy any other random pack from any other store for like a few quid and you could, I mean, it's a very, very small chance, but you could pull an insanely rare card and you could go on to sell for thousands. Kind of. Right? Not really, because like, the the Charizard card, for example, you can only pull that from a base set one pack. And if you want to, like, if you Google or you go on eBay and type in base set one pack now, for one pack, you're looking at a thousand pound. And that's a big risk for 10 cards that you may not get fuck all in. Wait, that's one base pack of cards, like the OG Pokemon cards from back in the day when I'll they first went on sale. Yeah, I'll get one up now. It's because obviously I've looked recently, but I'll find oh one my God. to show you. Mm. Obviously, as I was googling this list and like seeing how much these cards are worth I was honestly fucking mind blown 
that how so like, much these cards are going for. This is so this is a base set pack and it's selling for three hundred and seventy five, but it's a damaged fourth print. <laughs> so it's like a really bad version. And then you've got this version of one that's sealed. Two thousand nine hundred, just for one pack, a Charizard pack that's, that's sealed, and officially sealed. Wow, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You can okay. get some like five hundred pounds if you're lucky on bidding and stuff, but then if it's damaged or not, you don't know. It's, it's a massive risk. You can't just pay five pounds and get a, a ten grand card. <laughs> we used to have um like Red Nose Day back in primary school, yeah. and each like. After a certain point, you got to like set up your own little table and you could like do your own thing. So for a few years, me, who was it? Me, Vidash, and someone else, we had like our own table and our thing was selling Pokemon cards. And I used to have like this fat folder of all these different cards, like first gen Pokemon cards that there was like shinies in there, all these different cards. I was like, yeah, this is sick. And I used to be selling these cards to kids for like 50p for a normal card or like a pound for a shiny. Now yeah. I'm like I'm thinking back like I'm a fucking idiot. Why did I not just keep those fucking cards, mate? And yeah. that's you and about two hundred thousand kids across the UK alone. Like, I, my you know Kyle, um, my friend from Luton. He uh he has a load of old school Pokemon cards, and I'm honestly, if you were to count them all up, probably a couple of grand in there. But they're all in fucking rubber bands and shits. So they're all damaged. And like, because as a kid, you know, that's how you stored shit. You know, you rubber yeah. banded it together and that. And yeah. if you only knew that these cards could be worth like hundreds of thousands of pounds, like I think I've seen, physically seen a couple of Charizards, you know, in my childhood and stuff where my mates had one or whatever, but, it, you know, it's folded in half or some shit. Mm. <laughs> you know, a big old crease in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Corner's gone. I think idea of being a kid and keeping things in what you would call like pristine condition it didn't exist then like you knew what you took care of but it's like it's like the mentality of saying i bought you this amazing toy but we're not going to open the box you'd be like why why would you not do it why would you not play with it why would you not show it to your friends and i don't know fly it around the the garden or your whatever like it's it's not a kid mentality and i think if we could go back, imagine how much pressure you'd put on your kid's self. Put it back. Put it back. Don't you dare. Yeah. Don't sell it. Be like, I want to I want to play with my friends on Red Nose Day. Like, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Even just trying to hide it in your bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, if you are if you went back to being a kid, you knew how much it's going to be worth in, like, 20 years. Just trying to hold on to it that long without it getting damaged would be impossible. Insane. Like, yeah, yeah, impossible. You just hold it for long enough. You go to sell it. It just catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's that that was the cards pokemon cards they've blown my mind once again because holy fucking shit dude like 5.275 million for a, I, I i don't even understand what's so amazing about a pikachu illustrator card what's special about it is it just a few were made is it just like is it because it's Probably drawn yeah. in gold. I don't understand what happened. Like, uh, I mean, there's also like misprints and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe it was a misprint, like because they're super rare. Like, because you get one or two, and then they get put out into yeah. the world. And if one person finds this misprint, and they're like, "Hang on, that's like an official card that isn't the same as every other fucking card that we've got of this." Instantly, True. it's worth a load. Yeah, 
Sorry, let's get past cards. Okay, yeah. So that's the cards. Now I want to move on to the TV show slash the anime and the movies. Because the TV show alone, the OG TV show back in the day, fucking incredible. And the, f- and the first couple of movies that they released were also insane. Insane. Yep. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved the, the series. And I absolutely... The first Pokemon movie was the best thing ever. And it still is, to this day, incredible. Incredible. Yeah, mate. Like, that whole... There's <laughs> Mew popping. Hey, that's where my love for Mew came from, was that film. I, I was, was I've it? been obsessed with Mew ever since the first Pokemon movie, mate. It's always been my favourite. Such a cool Pokemon. It was a good movie. It was, it was a good movie, man. Like, all the clones fighting each other at the end. Oh. <sighs> Emotional damage. Concrete. Fuck, man. Yeah. Deep. All the tears unreleased him. It was a shit quite emotional, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. It was so emotional. Oh, Pikachu crying. Them- oh, fuck. He's just refusing to fight, getting slapped in the face. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, Pikachu. No. Fighting Pikachu. Good <laughs> into <laughs> I think the second movie with Lugia was my favorite. I think that's where my love from Lugia came because that movie was just insane. Ever since then, Lugia has been like my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, I knew, I knew Lugia was your favorite. Solid. Yeah, <laughs> solid tank of a Pokemon. Mate. I don't remember the second film. It was um. I don't remember it. I like the the slow slow king. He was like the kind of the mentor sort of guy. He was like, Ash, you need to go here and fulfill the prophecy. And I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a, such a good film. Yeah. Uh the, 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 I think that they've released like so many movies. I think there's like a let me see. Like 10, 15 different movies that they released. Hey. Apparently, wow. re-released number one again. They've done it a few times. <laughs> they've done it a few times. No, because I'm just looking at some differences, but they've made it some really weird 3D glossy animated. I don't like it. Not bad. It's not bad. It's actually all right. Oh. They stick to the exact oh. same story. I will say this though. Again, in my limited experience of Pokemon, that um, I had, and as it was back in the day, had a VHS, and obviously I must have got a bit more into Pokemon. And my lot bought me a Pokemon film that was out at the time, which was. The 2000 film, which is probably around the time a little before or after of uh, Sapphire, of Pokemon 3, the movie. What happened in that one? Pokemon 3 is the one with the... Entei. Yeah, it's that legendary Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's almost like the the, when they went for the legendary dog sort of phase. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to... That wasn't 2000, surely. Says, I think uh, Pokemon two thousand. Wow, when did um the first film come out? Then was it in the nineties? Nice shit. Oh wow, I actually thought that came out in... unless there was no that was Mewtwo Strikes Back when it two thousand one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm, yeah there's a lot of films, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
I don't think I've actually watched any other than the first one. I don't remember any other than the first one either. Like the first one just stays in my mind, just rent free. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been yeah. the first one will always stay there. And three was just because of my particular circumstance. Someone bought it for me. It became my movie at home. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known it. But the first one definitely. Mm. Have you seen um? What was the the latest one with Ryan Reynolds? Um, Detective Pikachu. That's the one. Yeah. Have you seen it's it? Based off of one. Yeah, of it's good. Yeah, it was all right. I didn't. I didn't love it, but it, it wasn't bad. It was cool, kind of seeing Pokemon in like yeah, updated movie level graphics and shit, and doing yeah. their own Pokemon. I think thing. that was the biggest mm. thing of bringing Pokemon into like a real world, as like you guys said, movie CG was the biggest jump, rather than necessarily the narrative. Like I think yeah. the only thing I know, I know people had an issue with with the look wise is. And obviously, this is realistic. They're like, "Oh, Pikachu's got you know he's furry, but in the in the show he's shiny. It's almost like 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 a lycra-y, like leathery shininess in the cartoons." Some people didn't like the fact that he's furry, but they're like, "He's based off a mouse. Like he's gonna have a little bit of fur." So I'm not yeah. saying that's a big deal, but I just remember hearing that tidbit from people. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think they've done a really good job. The film was okay, but the look was amazing. Oh, yeah, I didn't like yeah. I didn't, I didn't like, like Ryan Reynolds as the voice. I didn't like that. He was just there were just people, we were just going for a R- Ryan Reynolds stage, and I don't think it was a Pikachu voice. I enjoy I Ryan Reynolds. Be, um, I thought it was going to be Danny DeVito. <laughs> that, that would be the that, that would have been a much more. I'm right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm big, you're small, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> 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 Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Just going back to the TV show, right? Did we all start? Did we all first get introduced to Pokemon through the games, TV. or did you watch the TV show? TV show for me. You watched the TV show. Yeah, I watched yeah, the TV show before anything, any other exposure. I think actually, I think the cards. I think the cards were my first exposure. Really, mm. it's hard oh to tell. God. It all meshes together. Yeah, the show. Right, it's hilarious to see. Obviously, started off in '97, right? But it says mm-hmm. seasons, 2002 seasons. Mad. That's just crazy. Crazy. These standards or something, mate. It's never ending. It's constant. That can't be true. That can't be right. You, you're more than welcome to Google it. How many series of Pokemon are there? Okay, mate. Bear with this me. This the OG starting with like you know the Ash, Misty, and Brock from today. Yes. There's two thousand and two seasons. That's what it says. It says two thousand and two. Ninety-seven to two thousand twenty-three. That's what almost twenty-six years. Twenty-six years. So. I don't know where you're getting this two thousand thing from, mate. But everywhere I'm looking, it says twenty-six. Look, I'll show you. It's, it's, this is what it's showing me on Google. I bet it says made in 2000. Since 2002. <laughs> Literally says since 2002, <laughs> mate. So his English isn't his first so language home. anymore. Yeah, or his second language is Scottish <laughs> now. It's been replaced. No, fuck it, And now he's lagging away. I'm lagging away. I'm back. 
No, it's not showing the date. Mm. Oh, sorry, sir. And oh. you cut out completely there. Your audio cut out. Am I back? Yes. Okay. Anyway, that's what I was seeing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Since two thousand two. No, because it, it uh, the date of two thousand and two wouldn't have the, the comma on it, right? There's a comma. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't see the comma. There's a comma in the 2002. That's why I registered it as the number, not the date. I don't know what I'm reading, though. That's fine. <laughs> There's definitely a 2000 yeah. seasons. Yeah, I was going to say, 2002 seasons is a bit... That's that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it to you guys. Don't worry now. <laughs> it definitely hasn't got... I mean, it might have 2000 episodes. But Maybe. Possibly. I don't even think that... Well, I'm actually probably about to... No. Maybe. 25 seasons. No. Nowhere near. <laughs> well, well, I've, just, I've just seen eggs. an error in Google then. I've sent it to the group chat. If you guys can have a little look and please decipher it. My brain is like, go? Oh? No, mate. I think you, you're using some Scottish version of the Google Play <laughs> Store. Hey, hey, so cut out results. the Scottish Google, okay? <laughs> it's called Goggle. <laughs> Sorry to the Scottish listeners out there. I love and respect you, and I love your country. Yeah, I think someone's just put a comma in there by accident. Please don't kick me out. Please don't kick me out. <laughs> Please don't kick me out. Someone's just going to come to the light. Hey, laddie, I've heard what you said about me. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, 1,234. Like That's mad. One, two, three, four episodes. 1,234 episodes. Yeah. That's cool. I think they have stopped as well, actually, at the minute. I think Ash just won, didn't he? That's the most recent thing I heard. He actually won the the big boy tournament. Did he? Is yeah, it the thingy league. Yeah, they rebooted it. Um, but I technically rebooted it. Because it said, like, after 20 years, Ash has finally won. <laughs> that was the headline I read. <laughs> but to my knowledge, right, like, the Pokemon world the show games and all that but the universe is basically it's quite dark like it's kind of meant to be like all the men have gone to war it's only the children and the mums left there's only men that's the doctors or scientists like and it's meant to be a little bit of like there's a sense of cannibalism in a sense because there's only pokemon as animals and what food do you feed the pokemon but other Pokemon, like you see them, like cooking, like the the mudkits, not mudkits, like the fish Pokemon and whatnot. And it's like, well, they have to kind of train them, befriend them, but also eat them and feed them to the Pokemon as well. So it's a bit of a dark twist to this world, to my knowledge. When I watch like little YouTube videos and stuff, yeah, but you can also have a pet fish and eat a fish. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, you're not wrong, but I'm saying more in the sense of just there is like a slightly more different perspective to Pokemon that we don't really look at. There is some dark bits to it. You know, um, Drift, Drift Bloom, Drift Loon is like a balloon Pokemon. Obviously not one of my favorites, but yeah. every <laughs> game they got darker and darker with his description. And it started off as like a bit of a joke. Yeah. Of, uh, it, it tries to take kids away, but he's not strong enough. So the kids have a balloon. Like, obviously it's a bit of a joke, but then it got darker and darker and it was like, kids have gone missing. <laughs> this Pokemon. This Pokemon takes it, takes them away. 
in the latest one oh, I played, The Shining Power, it was, it was like, yeah, kids have known to be gone missing. It's even managed to take away a few adults. Like, it was, they get, they're evolving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's learning. It's like they lightly touch on some dark themes sometimes as well. Like they'll have ghosts <clears throat> of people when they'll have like, um, yeah, Pokemon grave, the Pokemon cemetery and stuff like that. Cemetery, yeah, yeah. Did you um? Did you know about um? In the first game, when you um meet the rival in Lavender Town, which is where the Pokemon Cemetery is, yeah, um, up and yeah, up until that point, he had a Rattata on his team or Raticate, and then when you fight him there, he doesn't have it, which implies that when you beat him before it died, and he was there visiting him, visiting his grave. Oh my god! No, you're the bad guy in this fucking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fucking dark, Jesus! Hey, I just replicate to too many times. Uh, the racket was, um... was fucking annoying, though. To be fair, hmm. there is also like you know how like there's fan based games where obviously like, fans will make up their own games and stuff and storylines and stuff. I watched, uh, I think, a Point Pro video on YouTube. Where he plays a fan-made uh, Pokemon game, and I must admit it was awesome. Like the storyline was quite deep. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was like the the storyline's more based around there's like radioactive plants based around obviously yes. the Pokemon world, um, and they explode and they make like radioactive Pokemon. And there's like a Pokemon a bit like a Mewtwo sort of type where he's like wants to take revenge on the humans that were experimenting on him. And trying to attack other humans, and it's about the kid trying to find his dad who worked at one of the nuclear power plants. And they proper made like new Pokemon types and everything. And it was just a really awesome game to watch, I can imagine, to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's like I watch a lot of like fan art of people saying combining these two Pokemon and what it would produce, and it's just amazing artwork and ideas. And it's just yeah. I'm just trying to express how much. Pokemon has intercepted into people's lives in so many different and unique ways. Mm-hmm. Mate, Pokemon is appearing in places that you would never have thought. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a, a country somewhere near New Zealand. Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? I had it somewhere here. P- and where Pikachu is featured on the $1 coin of Niue. A self-governing small island country that freely receives political and military aid from New Zealand, but Newe minted the Pokemon-themed coins in 2001. Besides Pikachu, there are other popular Pokemon such as Meowth, Bulbasaur, and Charmander on their coins. Literally, oh, it has wow. like a one-dollar coin, and it's got Pikachu, the Pokemon thing on the back, or Meowth, or whatever. It actually looks pretty sick. That's a really cool. smart idea from the government. If you think about that, like being the only country that has these coins people across the world oh they're sick people across the world are going to pay you more way more than what they're worth and that's just going to bring in revenue to the country yeah smart that's really cool very very smart they're really i'm I'm actually going to buy one You're going, um, you're going to go just to that country just to make a purchase. Can I have just a pack of chewing gum? Cool, thanks. And just fly all the way back. What's the exchange rate? Yeah. True. 
Yeah, I wonder if they could just exchange uh, it. Got... Euro change. Okay, so just to let you know, and this is just randomly popping up. So a one dollar coin, and it's got a meowth on it. It's coming up as three hundred and twenty-eight pounds. Jeez, there you go. A one dollar coin worth three hundred times. That's mad. And this was oh, consider this Jesus. was back in two thousand and one when they first got released. Then and that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and now it's probably going to be even more mad. That's oh, awesome. If it's that's more good revenue for your country. So imagine making one coin that's worth three hundred times its original value. Whereas here it's like, oh, I made a penny. How much is it worth? A penny? It's like, oh, well, <laughs> well, well, okay then. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up pretty quick because I know Fraser's <laughs> like half asleep and everyone's <laughs> dying slightly. So we're going to wrap it up pretty quick. But um, just to just before we do, I wanted to talk about Pokemon Go because yes. out of all the spin-offs that they've released, this is probably the most notable and the amount of money it has made in it's fucking ridiculous. So um, I know me and Charlie have had played this, but I don't ever remember. I know, CERN, you haven't really fucked with Pokemon Go since it got released, which is ridiculous restraint. But I don't think I've ever seen Fraser play Pokemon <laughs> Go either. I did play it a bit. I didn't go crazy did. with it. Yeah, probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, what would the actual like what could you actually purchase like how did they make money balls pokeballs pokeballs raid passes incense these little microtransactions right just but they're littered everywhere mm-hmm. and tickets like, the to whole tournaments. level up system the tournaments yeah but the whole leveling up system for the game is so fucking broken you have to like one level will be like you need 5 million XP to level up. And one Pokemon will give you, like, anywhere between 50 to, like, 1,000 XP max. Mm-hmm. So trying to get, like, 5 million XP will take you fucking months. <laughs> yeah. Months to level up once. So, um, yeah, it's kind of broken. Kind of broken. Yeah. It, it spaces out, because the, there's so many people playing it. It spaces out the amateurs from the the pros. You know what I mean? Like, so it is kind of cool because like you really get like these mad amounts of levels that you have to persevere through. But I mean, Akash, like, shout out to our friend Akash. He must be a bloody high level now. I can't imagine how high level Akash is now. Let he's me got two see. Accounts. I know he's got. I know he's got two accounts. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think last when I saw Cash play, I think he was at like forty one. But getting to level 40 in general is like 40 was the cap. I think they've upped it down to like 50 or it might be a bit higher. But um, when you go through your friends list, you can see what level they are and how much XP you need per level, right? So if I find uh, that, I mean, this was more than a game. This was like a cultural movement. Like the amount of people that were in one spot in one place because they they heard that Mewtwo might be there or people going on for giant walks together, going into certain locations, even like breaking into each other's houses or jumping into fucking rivers just to be able to catch them. People having car accidents because they're people on their phone. People have died. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It was, people yeah. have been robbed. It, it, it had yeah. a massive impact. 
on people as a society, not just as a fan base. Yeah, mate, I've never been so are... much. Yeah. Which I think is like a good part of it, really. It does force you to get out and actually walk to places. Like when at its peak when it first came when it first came out, excuse me. Um, we was all meeting up, like we used to meet up in town and we'd just go for long ass walks or us would get together and we'd go for like a long walk around the block to the park. Me, remember saying me, you, and we met we met Erhan at, at Ali Pali. Oh yeah, I've still there. got those pictures of us in a beautiful summer day, and all you see is just you and Ed Erhan just like heads down on your phones and being like, "This is what I'm. This is what I'm living through. I'm just yeah, a comp- dude, I'm like honestly, the Robin to your Batman." But it was like it's it wasn't even just us, right? Like if you at the time, if you was to look around and you saw anybody in an open space or just walking around with their phone in their hand. You would you instantly assume they're playing Pokemon Go, and nine times out of ten, you'd be right. Like I, yeah. I amount of times where I would be walking down the street, and I'd see someone with like um, like the power bank plugged into their phone while they're walking, because you know, bat Pokemon Go destroys your battery, and you just talk to people like, oh, oh yeah, I caught this Pokemon. Oh yeah, this one's over there. Oh, yeah, we're gonna go do this gym. Yeah, and you just like meet people and you talk and you get on. Like, oh yeah, cool. All right, see you later, mate. And that's it. it. Like that kind of aspect of it, I do like. It is pretty social. It is yeah. When it's used properly, it's it's a good kind of tool. But it I is always f- found it hilarious when you guys would be in the same spot and you know there's a gym in a certain area and you're you're all standing and then you fight for the gym and you get it for your club and then someone else immediately gets it. You look around, you're like. There's only one of a fucker there. He's done it. He he's the fucker that keeps yeah. taking it back from me. Like it had that like spirited comp- competitiveness that I liked. And it was just so I think being part of it was amazing. Obviously, I didn't play it, but being able to sit back and watch it was even nicer and weirder. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm watching this. I can see one plus one. <laughs> and it was just such a strange thing to be a part of, a strange generation, because it really brought back. And proved the strength of the IP of Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. Like talking about the strength, right? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the figures on how much this fucking thing raked in. So Pokemon Go got officially released on July 6th, 2016. July 6th, 2016. By the end of the month. Just try and guess how much you think by the end of the month. The closest closest figure will get a point. How about a billion? That? A billion. End of the f- a billion. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now a strong a strong billion. This is worldwide phenomenon. This is not UK or just Japan. This is every country that has an internet access. Okay. I mean, saying that, I don't know how. What I mean, I, I don't imagine it would be. I'm gonna go with country? like. It could be. I'll go like 400 mil or something like that. Something big. 400 Maybe million in the big. first month. In I, the first I, month. I, mm, is, this, is, is this worldwide or? Yeah. Because that yeah, is. I, I, I'm pretty sure this, these numbers will be. Oh, actually. Like first month of playing a robot. <sighs> yeah. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go 250, 250 mil. Uh, yeah, 250, 250 mil. Yeah. Praise. I'll go five hundred mil. Five hundred mil. Mm-hmm. Charlie's the closest. Four points for Charlie. 
by the end of the first month, the app had made 160 million in revenue. Oh. 160 million in 24 days, 24, 25 days, which and is almost 10 million a day. The After reason it wasn't more days, is because they didn't have anything to really buy. The, the, you were buying things, but you didn't really need to probably. because it was like, early. It was but, yeah, pokeballs or a or incubators or whatever. It wasn't much going on, so it, it wasn't wouldn't have been too much to buy. Right. Mm. So after eighty days, eighty days after the app, app was released, try and guess. So in the first month, you had one hundred and sixty. Uh, almost two months later, an extra two months, eighty days total in the app. How much you reckon it made? It's fucking insane. Six fifty. Fifty. Six fifty. Six fifty. Yeah. Eight hundred. I'm gonna go with a bit of phrase. I'm gonna say. No, I'll, I'll chuck it in the middle. I'm gonna say about seven, 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 seven hundred. Seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars close again. Four hundred and seventy million after eighty days. Ten days later, ten days later, it hit six hundred mil. In ten in ten days, it breaks up an extra one hundred and thirty million in ten days. It's not surprising. I do remember seeing the stat about it increasing Nintendo uh, Nintendo's overall revenue by twenty five percent, and they're like a multi million dollar company. Like that's a big mm-hmm. amount. Multi billion, maybe. Three months. Three months. An app had generated six hundred million in microtransactions alone. That's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, that's fucking insane. And it's a it reminds free game. me of a. Charlie, when we was playing contests, he's like, "Yeah, mate, did you get this? Did you get this new champion? Yeah, mate, I bought the shards." Don't even talk to me about Marvel contest champions. <laughs> Don't even. You talk guys to me could about do it. a whole podcast just on that that experience alone, let alone Marvel. Mate, three hundred pounds in a year. <laughs> That's still better than but a lot it, of people. It mate. must make you feel better knowing that there's people out here who are willing to spend. 500 times that amount in like yeah. a day. Yeah. But they probably have that money. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but yeah. But that's um those are just the figures I wanted to I wanted to throw at you for Pokemon Go because that kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Really blew. My mind. Not surprising that's... though. None of it's surprising. Kind of. Um and the last little thing, guys. Last little thing before we before we finish, we wrap it all up. The little game we're gonna play. A little game called "Who's That Pokemon?" Ah, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Right. It's Pikachu. Fuck. You want to chuck me in this post, and I can share my screen, and you guys can guess off of what we're gonna do. How do I do that? Wait, are we in phrases? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, in this case, Rick, you can just send us a picture in the group chat. I could, but then it would be easier for me to just do it this way. 
The first Pokemon he's going to put up is Chansey. I'm calling it. I'm I don't have. I, mean, could I, don't that I don't have a strong Pokemon knowledge, so I'm just going to always just shout Charizard. No matter what, that's it. I'm just. I'm letting you all know now. Um, it's just it's, around ball. It's Charizard, actually. <laughs> all right, Fraser. I said, it with, I said it with my accent, and I cut out on the Zoom call. I'm so sorry. It's Charizard. Uh, excuse me. You'll find. Uh, you know, he's actually a dragon. Fire type. Can you see my screen? Oh, he's yes. a comedian yes. one. Oh, God. Yes. Traco. I don't know the name, but I know it's the comedian-looking one. Yeah. Trico. Trico. So uh, we've got options. We, we, I can pick what gen we want to keep. Oh, gen one. I'm going to keep yeah, yeah. only All gen day. one. Yeah. Make oh. it gen one, gen one, gen one. That's Kecleon. Huh? That's Kecleon. Oh, is it Kecleon? Here we go. Fraser's on it now. <laughs> How do you spell it? How do you spell it? Oh, K-E-C-L-E-O-N. I don't know. He's dying, man. Don't give him a spelling bee. Silence. Oh, right. Oh, that's um um man, I'm really bad at fucking <laughs> names. <laughs> we can, we can do like Belossum. Belossum. That is a sound bar. <laughs> That's a yeah. soundbite. <laughs> we can do it like by difficulty. The hardest is just like soundbar only. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't. I couldn't hear it. Oh, never mind. Yeah, can't, yeah, we can't, you can't play sound. sound. Yeah, so we'll give you like oh, master version. I have... you... Cloister. No, I have no idea what that is. That's a clam. This is the back. This is the back. Not, not Cloister. Um, Omnistar. It's an Omnistar. Omnistar. Could be Omnistar. 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 Yeah, nice. Fraser's good at this. Jinx. Oh, that's the one that she's the, the one that looks like she, the she, points, looks like she wants to kiss you. Charlie's leading. Charlie's leading the points. He's got five points. Fraser's got four, and Sirhan, you've got three. I'm so surprised I'm I, have, I have three. To be honest, are we starting? You got now? three, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to skip this one, and we're going to go from the next. So whoever gets it right gets it right, and you get a point. We're going to do ten. Winner takes all. You ready? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I got that one. Jinx, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Bellsprout. 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 Razor said it first. <laughs> he came through my Fraser. head at the same time I said it, so I know he said it first. <laughs> Point for Fraser. Lavatar. Pikachu. Bayleaf. <laughs> Bayleaf, shit. It's not Lavatar. Fraser. <laughs> Jump the gun. Wabafit. Whooper. Wild Ah, uh, Fraser are a fucking roll. Fuck, man. That's, <laughs> That's three He's so dying far. as well. Pikachu! Slugma. Yeah, probably Slugma. Jesus. Fucking. <laughs> the MG Wolf. Where Fraser wins all his money. Need a Nidoran. Oh. Need, needle Kip, Needle something. Is it Nidorina no. or Nidoran? Rina. Nidoran. I'm going to go with Nidoran. Damn it. Fraser. Fraser. Fucking on fire. Fuck. That's who, who? five. <laughs> but Sam, I guess who? No, that was me. Oh, Charlie. Kadabra. 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 
<laughs> I mean, I think that might have it's, been... It's giraffe Charlie. backwards and forwards. Or forwards and backwards, even. I think. Huh? Yeah. Giraffe, I think. Yeah. Yeah, giraffe, I reckon. Goldine. Seeking. No, Goldine. Goldine. No, Charlie got it. Charlie got it. Oh, it might be Seeking. He's got the no. horn. Yeah. Oh, it's it's nice. nice. Keybone. Yeah, it's the bone one. Or I recognise it. I don't know the names. Q-Boy. Might be Marowak. Yeah. Oh, that's Charlie. Right. That's Charlie. Snorlax. Snorlax. Snorlax, yeah. They both said that at the same time. No, I said it first. <laughs> Last one. Porygon 2. Oh, Porygon 2. Oh. Or Porygon Z. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Nicely done. There you go. Close up. Oh. Five. <laughs> <laughs> So, point as it stands, <laughs> Sirhan, you had three points. Yep. You saw the whole body. I, I don't think screaming Pikachu at everyone was and, doing you any favors. And Charizard. And Charizard. And Charizard. I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. Thank you. I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> Charlie, you had 10. points. Wow. Fraser came in with 11. Oh, oh, should be more than half dead. Fair play. It feels like he should be more, crazy. but that was crazy. He's fucking dying, and he was still on it with his eyes closed and everything. He's used <laughs> Fraser powers. I love Digimon. <laughs> Digimon's <laughs> fucking shit. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been the Pokemon Potty boys. Hope you had a good time. Thank you for sticking around, even though you're all fucking dying and sick. I appreciate it. Thank you to the listeners. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Pokemon will never die. Never die. Never die. Uh, We have been Red Jackson. I have been Rick. I have been Charlie. I'm Fraser. And I'm Sirhan trying to defrost the steak burger in time for dinner, and it's not working. Use <laughs> flamethrower. Typical. I told you, you Charizard! <laughs> and we will catch you in the next one. Peace! Take it easy.